Girl, we're started already. Oh, we did? <laughs> My phone's not even on. Hello, hello. Welcome to Hood Healing. We're outside today. That's why we weren't ready. We're outside in nature because it is hot. It has been hot as hell here in Southern California. And because we're still poor because we don't make enough money off this podcast, neither of us have support. Neither of us can run the air conditioner enough to do this podcast inside. So we could have done it at my house. Okay. Now you tell me that. We would have had to ask for permission for the AC, though. Yeah, so we're here. <laughs> we're outside in the nice breeze. Actually, it's pretty nice out here. Um, we're just rolling in our hammock chairs, just relaxing. Today's topic is we are going to be talking about, you know, just how to answer people when they want to know why you have no contact or limited contact with your family. Huh? We're going to get a baby update on our baby hood healer. Is it a healer or a healer? It's a healer. Oh, it's true. Asking me pizza. (laughs) And um, just, you know, give some updates on how we've been, um, you know, because we've been busy. um, Anyhow, so Mm -hmm. I'm recovering from COVID after three years of dodging COVID. I thought I was in the clear. Hey, at least you got it. I was out in these streets bragging to everybody that I never got COVID. And then, bam, I don't even know where I got it from. You got it from the lady at Kaiser. I probably did. She was coughing a little too much. I'm like, sister, you need to get put a mask on. So anyhow, but I'm back in action. Negative. We're here doing our thing. That's right. So uh, you had... A gender reveal. I sure did. It was a good time. With times. your closest family. And unfortunately, I had COVID, so I wasn't there. Yep. It was very sad. I was like in my room by myself. We told you to go to the spare room. You don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and look through the window. Yeah. It was nice. We had family from Arizona, uh, family from San Diego, uh, family from Mexico, family from around the corner. Dang, homie. <laughs> we had everybody that was supposed to be that was there yeah yeah well i did get to see the reveal and the reveal is it's a girl it's a girl so we're very excited so susie won (laughs) susie wanted a girl susie's whole family was rooting for a girl i was rooting for a boy my whole family was rooting for a boy (laughs) i thought i seriously i was so convinced it was a boy um good thing i did not bet money on it because then i would have been ass out but i'm really excited about a little baby girl coming to the family um and so we're looking forward to welcoming little benita that's correct okay junior (laughs) so you know i think when you have kids and you're maybe not in the frame of mind to have family all around them you start to think like okay how is this how are we going to navigate this um you know like when you are low contact or no contact with your family. And um, that's something that we're navigating in that, you know, we have a child who has family members that we're not talking to. And so what we do is kind of say like, look, that's your relationship. Well, our child's also older, you know, 17. So I'm always like, okay, you you can have whatever kind of relationship you want. They have your number, you know, if they want to, pick you up and take you to eat dinner whatever that's your choice you know you you forge the relationship you have with them the way you want um I remember my mom which this is 
this has happened multiple times where, um, you know, she'll, her and I will kind of be in a place where maybe we're not talking and she will literally like pick up my child without my knowledge. And well, she doesn't even call she you. Doesn't she doesn't tell me. She gets a hold of she, Emilio. Yeah, she's like, "Hey, I'm gonna pick you up for lunch." And then my kid's like bouncing out. I'm like, "Where are you going, girl?" And he's like, "I'm gonna have lunch with Nana." And I'm like, "All right, you do you. See you later." Well, at least I mean, at least she's trying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, my mom. You know, my mom. We saw a meme the other day. It was so funny. It was like this lady was at her her granddaughter's graduation, and she's like bypassing all the parents like going straight up to the to the uh freaking um stage of the graduation and like has the phone Sorry. like right there and it's like how my mama act with her first grandchild and i'm like yep that's gonna be my mom at westminster high school <laughs> rushing this bum rush in that stage uh when our child graduates so anyhow but i do think you know like when you know, there was a period of time when we weren't talking to my dad after my parents got divorced. So there's just a lot of shit going on. And I just remember people used to always say, like, what if something happens? You know, you're going to regret that. Um, you know, life's too short. Like, I know that, you know, people say that to Frank. And I think that's a very hard thing to hear when they don't understand, like, the dynamics of the relationship. Yeah, if you're not going through it, then you can't you can't speak on it. You know or like I mean? when people are like, well, that's your mom or that's your dad. Or that's your brother. <laughs> or that's your No, true. Sister. No, I'm being serious. Like, yeah. Unless you're going through it, then I guess you can't really speak on it. Yeah. I think it's very difficult because, you know, if you're trying to, you know, hold to your own values and you're trying to like really figure out how to navigate that relationship, it's not anyone's place to you know, say how you should navigate that relationship. Yeah. And then it's like, is it really fair to say, force you to have a relationship with someone because you're biologically, you know, related to them mm -hmm. for the sake of that versus yeah. I want to have a healthy relationship with healthy people in my life. That's all I want in my my little family right now you know what i'm saying especially since we're going to be bringing a baby into the world like i don't want no negative attitude no negative vibes I want it all clear yeah I i'm gonna do a limpia on my house before the baby gets here better burn that sage girl <laughs> too bad josefina moved <laughs> doña josefina wherever you are she lives in paris now we need you I mean, I we think made her rich. <laughs> she, <loved laughs> she, she bought a house on our on our bad vibes. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, too, like when you have your child, just speaking from experience, you know, I think it's important for your child to know, like, and that you're the people in your lives are respectful to you, your partner, because when your children see that, like it just it it may they're going to start to notice it as they get older, you know. I think for us, we try to always stay neutral. Like we didn't really want to say anything about what all the conflict was because, you know, at the end of the day, that's still our child's, you know, relatives. And she, uh, he has a biological connection to those folks. But I think what, what ended up happening was, you know, he saw and was treated like differently and, and really saw what the treatment was of me and you know that I'm, I'm his mom. Of course he's going to be like, 
I'll ride or die for I'll my st- mama. Yeah. You know? I mean, maybe not all the time. <laughs> well, I asked him today. I said, Emilio, if you were on the top of an edge of a big old mountain and you're holding on to your mom and your dad, who are you letting go? And he said, I can't pick. And I said, you got to pick one. And he's like, I'd probably let go of both of them and go myself too. And then Frank's like, I would let go first. And Emilio's like, I would hate you if you did that. He's like, I would be so stupid. He goes, I would let go. And as I'm flying down, he said that he would say, don't be fighting. Don't be arguing anymore. Learn how to get along. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, God. So. I mean that's nice. He wouldn't. He would let go of both of you instead of just keeping one of you. He's like y'all both can die. He's like y'all both can die. I'll stay with my grandma. Um, yeah. You still got COVID or girl? I still got this. Don't pop. be coughing over here. I gotta go home. You hey know man, I tested negative already <laughs> twice. I already tested myself. I really like this whole chilling outside thing, but I feel like you can see my double chin wrong there. And that's okay because we love ourselves. We're we're on the path to getting there. Yeah. I think too, you know, like it's hard because sometimes, you know, we have to maintain relationships with people for the sake of other people in our lives that we care about. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we may have to have interactions with people that we don't necessarily want to interact with or that we don't really want in our lives, but because maybe, you know, of our partner or our kids or, you know, uh, like to keep like the peace. And I think that's very difficult to do. But I also think that, you know, one of the things is that we also have to just make it clear, like what our boundaries are like, you know, that we might have to tell that person, like, you know, I know that you have a relationship with, you know, our child because of this or that, or you want to be in their lives. But this is the way that you have to show up in that way. And I think that's going to be important for you when you have. I'm going to make sure. Benita. Let that be said. You know what I'm saying? Benita de la Cruz, Maria de Jesus. I think I've been a pretty, um, pretty, you know, forward with how I feel and who's allowed around the baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I've said it a lot of times on the podcast, too. If you're not okay with Susie, then you're not okay with me. If you're not okay with Susie and you're not okay with me, then you're not coming around the baby. Yeah. If you don't love our, you know, my partner like you love our child, then... He's about to bounce. I mean, I can see, though, already, like, all the love the baby's going to have. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's appreciated. But if you're not okay with her, then you're not okay with me. And I yeah. I allowed a lot for a long time. And <clears throat> it took me a while to open my eyes. But now that I have them open, like, no. Yeah. I mean, I think, too, one of the things that I always think about is, like, you know, it's really hard when it's your baby because you feel very protective. And like when you've had a history with somebody, it's hard not to like take that energy and like feel protective over your child. And I will say that in the beginning, like if someone wanted to hold the baby that I did not have a good relationship with, it was very difficult for me. Like I was, I would literally be there. And then (laughs) sometimes I would actually stand there 
So this is the thing about babies when you first, you know, when they're still really little, if you make a certain face, like if you were to be like, have a distressed look on their face, then they'll start crying because they're like, what's going on? Is there something? I And so I knew that. And sometimes I would do that with people that I didn't want to hold my child and she'd start crying. But, you know, I've been watching a lot of videos on Instagram and stuff. And I think I'm going to be like those type of parents that are not going to allow the baby to be kissed when the baby's first born. You know, yeah. like, there's a lot of shit that goes like germs and stuff like that or i know and now with covid it's like you were even we're even more paranoid about it yeah you know if you were a piece of shit before the baby got here then you're not holding the baby (laughs) yeah i think that's important because it's like people's energy like you know we we did try to really be open and allow people to to come to be in our child's life and unfortunately i think that that bad energy continued and um you know and actually hurt my child and i I've learned a lesson of if people have bad energy towards you, even if, you know, like a baby's so cute, everybody wants to hold a baby, be around a baby. And then once that baby grows up, you know, some of those people are like, oh no, like, you know, and it's like, you really have to just keep your eye out and make sure that, you know, you're creating boundaries around that because I think that can be hard because if there's people who are, you know, like, for example, treating your child differently than other, you know, than the other kids in the family. Like that's, that's, not allowed. that's not okay. And you have to really advocate for your child and say like, no, you're not going to do that to my child. And I think it's hard when it's like your partner's family versus your own family. Like my own family, like they try to get crazy with me about some stuff with my child. Like I remember one time we went to Palm Springs and uh, one of my sisters, you know, and at the time, our child Your was, sisters watched the podcast? I Probably not, but I'm still going to tell this story <laughs> so that they know. They're going to so, call you bitch wife. Like, <laughs> well, and so we went and they did not have kids and they were not, neither of them were mar- married. And so, you know, of course, our child was five and like it was right before they were going to start kindergarten and he was like just a hot mess like the whole summer. And, you know, we knew this big thing was happening. Um, Everyone like I was anxious about it. I, I know he was. And so he was just and it was like we were out in the sun all day. You know, it's like he was just That's kind true. of like just having you know having a little bit of a meltdown but you know obviously i i'm gonna say this i've been extremely lucky to have this kid that has just been like such a so good at communicating like what he needs his feelings so we've always been able to like talk through stuff there's been a couple times where like we've both lost our shit together but for the most part like you know we've been very fortunate in that way but anyhow this kid has a meltdown and of course you know i'm trying to like do gentle parenting where I'm like, all right, I know that you're tired. I know you're probably dehydrated. Like we need to work through this. Like if you need to cry it out, that's fine. But we need to also make sure you're taking care of your body. Like let's do this together. And my sister was like, you just let, you know, you just let him do whatever he wants. And he's so bratty and blah, 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 like really talking shit. And I just went off. I was like, um, you, I, I basically, I told Frank, take, take him in the room because I'm about to go ham on these people. And I was like, well, first of all, you do not know what it's like to be a parent. You know, I mean, obviously I said, I didn't say it in such a nice way, but I was like, you don't know what it feels like to be a parent. And you don't know like how I'm trying to do things differently. I'm not going to spank my kid. I'm not going to beat the shit out of my kid, yell at my kid, shame them for reacting to 
you know, like appropriately, like a five-year-old reacts to being dehydrated, being tired. I mean, there's people who fucking react like that who are 50 years old. Yeah. You know, and so it's like we have to give grace to kids that that are developing, you know. Anyways, so when my child had her her own child, I remember one time her kid was actually. When your sister had her own. When my sister, sorry, had her own child. I remember her, 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 my nephew was like having a like a little meltdown, and I was like, "Listen, bro, bro, you need to chill, you know." And she was like, "Don't be made to my son." And I'm like, "So after you know it was all over, I'm like, I just want you to remember that you were not like that with me with my child. So just oh, remember that because you're over here talking about bratty ass kids and all this stuff, and I'm like, and you got a kid that's a handful. So you really need to chill, girl, because you never know. You want to talk shit about people's kids. It's going to come back to you, you know. <laughs> He's about to get that kid that's <laughs> off the hook. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's just one of those things where, like, you as a parent. I mean, sometimes, yeah, our kids are bratty. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes we may not handle it the best way. But at the end of the day, it's our choice how we want to parent our child and unless you're living with like your family members or your family members are taking care of your child like you know i think you have to decide like how you're going to take those opinions yeah um but also i don't think it's right for people to be like trying to discipline other people's kids unless they're actively helping to take care of them yeah you know no one's talking to my kid like that you're like bro no (laughs) i'll slap someone no one puts my Benita in the corner. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's, you know, part of just like these boundaries of how you're in relationship with other people. Because, you know, I, I think that it's really hard because I know that, you know, I've heard comments, Frank's heard comments just about how we're navigating all this conflict. And I think it can be very difficult because people just see it as, well, you're, you're the, you're the one that's difficult. You're the one that's causing the issue. Well, it's probably, it's usually me (laughs) (laughs) because I'm the outsider. I'm the one that's like supposedly influencing this. And it's like, listen, you do what you're going to do with your relationships. Like I'm not in charge of that. I'm not the kind of person that's like, you can't have a relationship with, you know, your family, like if that's what you want to do and you're, uh, you know, ready and available to tolerate how they, how they act and treat you, then that's up to you. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to ever say anything about that, but for myself, for me, I have way more respect for myself or I will, am like, I'm peaced out. I'm done. You've checked out. I'm, I'm completely done. You know, Unless someone's over here saying I'm going to therapy, I want to make amends, then I will have a conversation. But I don't I don't know that that will ever happen. And, you know, that's fine. Like people can live their lives and do whatever they're going to do. Um, But also don't be over here telling everybody that, you know, it's my fault or you're all busted up about it when you're not making any attempt to figure out what the issue is or um, figure out how to repair it. Yeah. You know. I think sometimes people like the narrative of their, of their suffering, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like they get a lot of attention from saying like, and I, and I also know that that's something that I've really had to be careful of is like, I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Um, except on my podcast. No, just kidding. <laughs> but like, you know, like I'm not going to go in to, to keep talking about it because it's like, that isn't, that's not my you story. You don't want to also keep, 
talking about it because you don't want them to feel like you're still giving in. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want these people to be like, oh, she hasn't gotten over it. She's still talking about it. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Although for sure. I know that you talk about it because you're trying to, like, you know, vent and you're trying to, you know, make people understand who, who are hearing both sides. Like, there's a, there's a side to each story. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I mean, yeah. It's Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, I feel like it's been really interesting if people know them and then know me and I tell like something that I'm, you know, has happened because they'll, they'll come and tell me stuff like they'll say like, oh, I heard yada yada. And I'm like, OK, well, that's their side. Let me tell you this. And they are literally speechless. I told somebody who has a lot of opinions about a lot of stuff and they were literally speechless. They were like, I, I don't even know what to say about it. And to me, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I mean, because I feel like they were just like, what? Yeah. Um, and so I think when you then when you hear people who only hear one side, I think the, with the intention, this is something I realized is that when there's conflict like this and it, it starts to affect other people because like you all can't be in the same room anymore. Right. And that those people that are used to having everybody in the same room. And when you're not willing to like just put up with it and you're not willing just to sit there and be fake and smile, you're that you're the person that is the only one that can change it by just being agreeable with everything. They start to get upset about that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. It's like you're fucking up the vibe for everybody, basically. And and you know what? I understand that, but at the same time, if if you want one person to just eat it all the time, how is that fair? It's not. It's almost like, you know, if you're, if you were to force to, you know, celebrate all these holidays, all your, you know, your child's milestones with somebody in your family who you did not have a good relationship with, it makes you feel uncomfortable. But other people are like, oh, this is exactly, you know, how we want things to happen. <laughs> no. You're like, look that. Look that. I'm just, you know, just hearing you out. You know what I'm saying? Let it out. Let it all out. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> well, I think, you know, I think I'm just have gotten to a place where, you know, our, I'm going to speak for myself because I know that for, you know, for Frank, it's different because, you know, he there's some grieving that definitely happens. But for me, I feel like our life has just been really nice, like peaceful. You know, there's a lot of good things happening for us. We're around a lot of good folks. Um, and we are just I feel like it's been really nice. You know, I think that um, we're both like I think. Like we're kind of in the same same situation, like you and Susie and me and Frank, and I think that sometimes though I think it might be harder for him than it is for you because oh yeah for sure I you know. know what I'm saying like for mm -hmm. me like I am happier without the negative negativity and stuff like that, but I mean there's days that I still miss my brother, you know what I'm saying yeah. like and and that's okay you know what I'm saying and and that's what I try to tell frank too like it's okay for you to miss your family you know what i'm saying like yeah it's your family like you grew up with these people like you knew these people before you knew lydia or i knew these people or i didn't know my little brother before i knew Susie. but you know what i'm saying like it's like it's okay for him 
to have bad days. You know what I'm saying? And like, and it's okay for him to feel some type of way some days because it, I think it's different what he feels than what you feel. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, and, I understand that. And uh, something that Susie has always told me is like, you know, I'm, if someone hurts you, like that hurts me and that pisses me off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She's like, I rather you not around that negativity and because i see you hurting she's like but if you want to put yourself in that situation then that's on you you know what i'm saying and i think i feel like that's where you're at with frank you know like if you want to go and you know do what you gotta do with your family then go ahead and do it but i i also i don't know it's kind of it's kind of tricky with that with him you know what yeah. i'm saying i mean i i get it because like i and i i totally understand that like it's a different relationship. Like yeah. that's the same with mine. Like there, I, and I always say this, like there's things that I'm sure that my siblings do that. He's like, what the fuck? Mm. And I'm just like, you know, I know how to handle it in a certain way. And um, you know, for a long time, I didn't understand like why Susie would like, or you know, how Susie would feel about it. But I feel it now. You know what I'm saying? Cause I've been through it already with her. She, she's your ride or die, man. She'll yeah. shank a bitch for you. And, um, <laughs> But yeah, but Frank doesn't need anybody in his life. He has me. That's all the family he needs is me. There's a lot of people that love him. Yep. And I hope he knows that. He knows that. Wherever he is. On the fucking grass. <laughs> Lay, laying in a hammock right now. Knock the hell out. Um, but, you know, yeah, I, I get that piece too. You know, like it's, I think when you have a partner, like, on on the other side of it you know and people say those things i feel like they do it sometimes to make them feel guilty that they don't have those relationships yeah and i think that that's not really fair because um i think the other thing that that is tough is that like the generation that's like our parents age like your your mom is younger so but i mean i think there's still this mentality of like your parents are owed everything for bringing you into this world and raising you, which, yeah, like we do, we should honor our parents, especially when you have immigrant parents who've come here and made so many sacrifices. Like I understand that piece, but at the same time, it's like we can hold two things to be true. One is that they've made an extreme amount of of sacrifices, you know, to raise you. And, and especially when we have parents that have been through a lot of trauma, like they, they really do try to do their best. But I think we can also acknowledge that they have hurt us. Yeah. They have caused us trauma and we're letting them know that. And so when you have parents that are like, well, I didn't do anything or that's not a big deal. Or we made sure you always had, a, um, you know, that you were always fed or we made sure that, you know, you had clothes. It's like, yeah, OK, but it's more than that. It's more than that to raise a child, you yeah. know, like you have to support your children emotionally. You have to help them like navigate their experiences and feelings like that is part of the responsibility of being a parent. And, you know, that's why I'm I'm happy that I started going to therapy because talking to the homeboy, the therapist <laughs> um, <laughs> has helped me a lot. You know what I'm saying? So now I know what to allow and what not to allow, mm-hmm. what to do, what not to do mm-hmm. when it comes to our baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is which is really nice. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see him. I see him on Monday. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. So. He's funny. Yeah, he yeah. is. Well, I mean, and I think that's great. And I, I, I'm, I was, I'll, ah, I will say, 
that, you know, I'm really proud you took that step of like just your own personal growth and like your own self-care and in, in doing being able to like navigate that. Cause I think it's just really tricky. Like we can tell you all day long, right? Like I know we talk about this stuff and it's like, we can all tell you all day long. Like I think your dog's choking. I know, homie. <laughs> Please, we're trying to do a podcast over here and y'all are over here breathing heavy and wrestling each other and shit. Um, I think that, you know, having getting the skills to like navigate this stuff is so important. And, you know, we can encourage you and tell you, you know, listen to you and all that stuff. But I think therapy takes you to another level of just like, how do I respond in a healthy way to you know, the behaviors of other people. And so I, I think that's why therapy is such a good tool to have in your tool belt. But at this, at the same time, you really have to do the work and use the tools, not just say like, oh, I go to therapy. It's like, I still yeah. know people that like go to therapy and I'm like, why y'all still fucked up? Yeah. You know, I'm a Lydia junior. I tell everybody they should go to therapy now. <laughs> I seriously do. I should go to therapy. I'm like, go to therapy, and then people are like, "Oh God, she's gonna tell me." But I will say, someone did reach out to me to help help them find a therapist, and I was like, "What?" And this is somebody I've been telling for a long time to go to therapy, and they're finally going to therapy, hopefully soon. And I just think that's like, we can, you know, I think the more we talk about it, the more we normalize it is really, I think, such a good thing because then it's like people aren't embarrassed, they're not ashamed. Like, we should not be ashamed of taking care of our mental health. You should not be ashamed. If y'all's out there getting Ozempic, then y'all's need to go to the fucking therapist, too. (laughs) You know, for Mm. reals. Like, if, you know, if you're out there trying to do what you do. I I know people that go to the gym all the time, and I'm like, you you need to go to therapy, too. (laughs) Some people use a gym as therapy, though. Well, I mean, and that's great, because I do think it does help your mental health. I need to start doing that. But it doesn't process your trauma, which some people like really need to do. And so anyhow, yeah, that's a whole nother subject. That's a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother story. But um, but I think just, you know, like navigating boundaries around how you're in relationship with people is another thing. Because I think like you see so many people who have like their chosen family and I hear people will say like, oh, but that's not your real family. I hate when people do that. I know. It's so or stupid. I hate when people start asking stupid questions, like when you already know what's going on, like, oh, so have you spoken to so-and-so? No, bitch, you know that already. Why are you asking me? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. or you should talk to them, like, or you should do this, or you should do that. Like, you should go do it too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. I I know. I know somebody who had a, who has a very bad relationship with their, one of their parents. And like, he was, you know, it was their dad and their dad is very abusive and verbally, physically, like everything. And, um, somebody was like really given the third degree about it. Like, why don't you have a relationship? That's your, that's your father. Like, you know, what happens when you have children? How are your children going to know him? And, and that this person was like, I don't want my kids to know, you know, him. And it's like, that's nobody's business first of all if you want to be in someone's life you're going to be there regardless or if you want to be in the baby's life you know i'm saying like if you don't but imagine if if you don't make an effort to come and see me and 
spend time with me what makes me think you're gonna want to spend time with my kid well it's really interesting to me how people will be like never call you nothing and the minute you find out you're pregnant they're like fucking beating down your door i'm gonna come over every day like bitch you know how many people ask to not be forgotten for the baby shower well you're forgotten like (laughs) i swear like people that i haven't even talked to in a long time like i have you on instagram but don't you never ask how we're doing you never come over to visit no and meanwhile they're fucking having parties or how or a sick invite to the gender reveal like (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's just dude like this was personal this was small like to be honest do susie don't even want a damn baby shower so <laughs> you know she's like, like just send gifts to you um p.o box but you know what i'm saying like if you, like you were not even a part of our lives and you're asking to be that's a that's food more food we gotta buy you know what i'm saying <laughs> well and i think that's a good point though is because like i i also feel like it part of like the the boundaries is like this idea that people feel like they need to be included in everything in your life you don't and sometimes you know we don't include people in our lives because they engage in like very unhealthy behaviors and we don't want to be around that all the time i mean we have we have been friends with people like couples and they want to hang out all the time but they're over here like freaking almost getting into fist fights fucking fighting in front of people i'm like i don't i don't want that shit going on in my life I don't, I do not want to be around that energy, you know, yeah. and it's unhealthy. I don't want my child to see it. I don't want my poor dogs to see that either. But like you've, and I, we've said it before on the podcast, like if you like, you don't even invite me to your house or to go hang out, have dinner. Like, like, why do you always want to be all up in the mix? You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't even seen the inside of your fucking house, but you want to be all up in my house. Like, no. And then I saw a reel last time. Uh, it's it was a real of a couple it was a lesbian couple and they were both in the hospital like ready to have the baby and one of the the girl that was talking on the reel was like you like if you're expecting to come and see my baby after giving birth but you never once checked up on me throughout my whole pregnancy you can fuck off you know what I'm saying wow. like if you don't come see me you don't nothing like you know what I'm saying like you haven't came to visit me and like yeah you haven't came to, you know, or ask how I'm doing or anything like that, then you're not going to meet my baby. Well, I think the other thing is like when you, you know, it's like you have friends that you, you know, like are keep in touch with you, like them, whatever. But sometimes it's like people need to be respectful of like people's budgets or, mm-hmm. you know, just like how many pe- people they can even hold in their house or wherever they're going to have a party and it's like if you wanted to you know like if you really wanted to celebrate my baby you could say hey i know you have a lot of people and you know maybe i'm not baby to chuck e cheese okay (laughs) as long as you like i'll take you out to lunch you know and give you a gift and you know i know you have a lot of people on your list so i'm not expecting but i think for people to assume their role in your life sometimes is like I feel like it's very, um, I don't know what the word is, but I think that that's like crossing a boundary. Yeah. Um, and it's like, never assume that you know where you're at in someone's life unless they tell you. Like, you know, I mean, obviously we are always in each other's business for multiple, <laughs> multiple <laughs> reasons. But I think too, it's like, you know, there's other people that we are, 
hang out with whatever. And it's like, I never assume like, oh, I'm going to be invited to every single thing you have at your house. Like, I know people that they'll have like small gatherings for certain things because they don't want to have a big party. They just want to keep it very intimate. And I'm totally respectful of that. Like that is part of having a relationship with people is just being respectful of their boundaries, not being presumptuous. Like, well, how come I'm not getting invited to your baby shower? It's like, you know, you don't really need to know why. Why would you even ask? Because there are people out there that do that, you know, like I know that when we got, I remember when we got married, we eloped, but someone, someone that I worked with was like all but hurt and was being all rude at work and was like, I heard you got married. You didn't even invite me to your wedding. And I'm like, Bitch, I got fucking eloped at the courthouse after work one day. Like, I wasn't inviting nobody. We got married during COVID. And and the picture we took in front of the courthouse, you had fucking the family members saying like, so then who took the picture? Then who took the picture? Someone had to be there. And you had to have a witness. The damn lady that married us was our damn witness. What the hell? Like y'all it's covid it's covid yeah and they're like no 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 like we we could have called that a word which is appreciated once again like we always appreciate the love and stuff like that but no who took the picture we did Susie was holding the phone and we took a fucking selfie but the fact that you have to justify like you have to explain to people oh this and that no you shouldn't have to explain shit to anybody like that's that's not okay for people to like put pressure about it and same with however you decide to celebrate your baby yeah is up to you and whoever you want to have there that's up to you as well and you don't owe anyone an explanation yeah and i feel like the that people feel like that you need to do that and it's like no you don't need to do that and it's just part of these boundaries of who like who are you giving your energy to not you you know because not, not, you, not you i'm like girl what did i do to you <laughs> shit um but just like you know just this idea of like okay we have limited time and we have limited energy well i feel like we have limitless energy sometimes but you know what i mean like you really have to be careful about who you're spending time around because you know there's people i really love I, but I cannot spend a lot of time around them because they got a lot of shit going on with themselves. Yeah. And I don't want to be around that anymore. You know, it's like, I think that there's a piece of me that has finally let go of always wanting to help people um, and hoping that people are helped and that they get help. But I kind of have come to this conclusion that like, I cannot be around and see that. And, and that you're not Mother Teresa. And I can't do it. You know, it's like, I got enough fucking problems. On my mind. <laughs> and I have, I have a family, you know, and yeah. I have two fucking dogs and four cats. Cause you know, <laughs> because I had, that was my trauma response, but yeah. um, you know, so I, I feel like you really have to, to take into consideration. Trust. If, if I'm too weak to set the boundaries, Susie will take care of it. Susie's. She's like, um, no, thank you. <laughs> she'll she'll set the fucking boundaries and and that's i think that's like will be good to help give you the courage to start to do it a little bit more you know especially yeah, as your I've baby comes good you have been doing good you have 
you just keep keep on pushing and not feel guilty because I think sometimes like like I feel bad why you feel bad for saying like this is what I need this is what I this is what I'm telling you that I can do because some people just really I think the thing that's really hard is there are just some people that will just keep pushing up against your boundaries yeah there is a person in my life who does that all the time and Frank's always like damn girl because I'm like (laughs) I told you no. Like I literally said that and I wish you would just listen to me because they just keep like, well, what, what? no, I said no. And that's the end of it. And I don't want to hear anything else. And that sounds so mean, but I tell this person in many different ways and they never oh, listen. Shit. And that person is my own mother. But, you know, I was thinking, I was like, is it her mom? Because <laughs> you literally <laughs> me like, yeah, girl, you're so mean. I'm like, because what is, I will tell you her. You went to Emilio's play and you were all freaking yelling at your at your mom since you were literally in the back like this like uh, well you know i think the thing that with her like she's my biggest challenge when it comes to boundaries like my dad like he knows like he'll do his little things and i'm like listen we don't do that here man like get your shit together i think the other thing is that's a different like kind of like dynamic is that my parents are very americanized so it's a little bit different like if you've got parents that are like immigrants watch you, watch you when you get older and you're gonna be your I know, mom my junior fuck, my fucking kid emilio is gonna be like doing all this which <laughs> you're gonna be showing up to emilio's house and be like Who you yeah i told you you can't come over yeah <laughs> no but like for example you know um my birthday was a few weeks back on fourth of july we went to my happy aunt's house related birthday well i, I said happy COVID. yeah i know we we're stuck in there it was it sucked but um so we did fourth of july at my aunt's house and my mom was and my i had to bring the dessert right so my mom was like i'm i'm gonna get a birthday cake i'm like i do not want a birthday cake on fourth of july like i just did not want to do that (laughs) and she was so insistent on it did she get it and i said i do not want a birthday cake oh oh, how about chocolate so my mom loves chocolate and i'm like why do you for yourself like i don't want a chocolate cake well (laughs) i thought you did know that you like chocolate not me and she was just like well what are you gonna get and i said um i'm gonna get portos she's like portos i'm like you are not buying it you cannot control this you gotta let it go but did you get a cake i just got the tiramisu cake if anyone's ever had that i'm very sad because they used to put like this big giant like chocolate you know topper that looked like a rose almost now it's totally different um anyways and then i got like a little strawberry cake too but um, you still have strawberry cake no Mm -hmm. the tiramisu cake though is the bomb but did your mom buy the cake or no no i bought them (laughs) so then she still made everybody sing happy birthday to me and i was like oh i do i hate that is like the most awkward thing ever is when people sing happy happy birthday birthday to you i'm you just sit there like awkwardly like okay when's the stamp song gonna be over it's like not if you're sad fucking sell through a fucking cupcake at my face when and they were singing happy birthday to him remember at the bar i know and i got revenge Four sons. but definitely you know like i'm always like no no and then i finally because i she just keeps going i'm like girl i said no yeah you know and i think like she's still hasn't really learned but i just am like very solid in that and i used to always feel so bad and sometimes i do feel bad you know because i feel like okay that's a little harsh but then i think but I've already told you, like, I've already told you what was up and you still want to be like pushing and pushing. You're going to get the, the, what you poke the bull, you get the horns. So 
but I think it's just part of like this conversation about boundaries. Like, you know, if people don't respect your boundaries, how much energy are you going to give them? Cause it takes a lot of energy to continue to like say like, no, yeah. I, I don't want that. Or I don't want it to happen this way. <laughs> and not boundaries like Jonah Hill. <laughs> Did you hear about that? No. He freaking wrote his girlfriend. She released all the text messages. I was like, damn, girl, she's just putting her shit out there. <clears throat> and he was saying, like, my boundaries are you cannot surf with other men and you can't wear bathing suits. And I was like, is she supposed to be like the fucking people from uh, 18 kids and counting? Like wear a freaking full, full body <laughs> suit or something when she goes surfing. It was very bizarre. But um, anyhow. Well, nope. I mean, you you got to vent today. That was good. I was just chilling in here. <laughs> nice little breeze. I know. <sighs> well, we did have a very busy morning. Yeah, we did. We were running around doing a lot of stuff. I had to go have breakfast. Went to Joe's. Joe's Italian. Lydia took the long way to go have breakfast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, it was a whole big thing. But <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Well, uh, but anyhow in your brand new car give it up for lydia hard work pays off over here she got herself a telluride finally i was rolling on this freaking van that was fucking falling off the damn wheels and frankly you don't want to get rid of the damn van so try he, he, he got very offended when i was talking bad about it at yeah. the car dealership so he was he was, he was very uh, very upset with me um but yeah yeah, well, so you know, we all deserve nice things. Yes, we do. So we 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 did we did get a new car, which I was very excited about because it's been like since 2010, 12 years, 13 years since we've had a new car, any kind of new car. Because we we had bought two cars in the same year, um, one because we needed another car, and then the second because we I got into a car accident and I had to get a new car. So now we're we're going to get two, two new cars again this year, which is probably not the best idea. But anyhow. Um, so anyways. Boundaries, boundaries are good. Set boundaries, people. Invite and, you, who you want to invite to your damn parties. <laughs> and COVID is still out there. COVID is still out there. It almost killed Lydia. It wasn't that bad, thankfully. I think because I was a vaccinated person, so you missed the Dodger game, though, which was not a bad thing for yes, me. Yes, it was. Don't I think you secretly are a Dodger fan? Would you just hold it in there? No, I'm not. I know. Giants that was fun. Too. That was fun. Dodger game was pretty fun. Yeah, except for the parking. Susie hated getting out of the stadium. So Lydia with an eye still healing from the parking experience at Dodger Stadium. No. Claudia was Susie's healing from the. Oh, Claudia! She says she never wants to go to that stadium again. I yeah, said it's pretty right. awful for a lot of they different need, reasons. They need better uh, parking. Yeah, their know. parking is terrible. They need people directing the parking better there. Well, we are getting to the end here. Yep. And hopefully, we will be back in two weeks. Yep talking about something else we're still gonna figure that out so no, we wanted to have a guest remember maybe uh oh, that's right. Stuff like oh, that. that's right we're gonna talk about so we're working on just like you know as 
Claudia and Lydia are becoming parents, mamas. We are going to have some mamas join us and give their best mama advice. You know, like how you heal as a mom. Like what are some things that you're doing with your children that's different from what your parents did? Or what are some things that people didn't warn you about that you you had, you know, had you had to see for yourself as a mom you know oh what I mean? my gosh yeah like the fucking middle school years oh yeah. my god that was like the worst time of our lives so that should be fun <laughs> having moms on the show yeah so we're gonna we're gonna do that but um anyhow thank you for joining us today as we talked about setting boundaries around the relationships that you have yeah. and um we're excited to welcome our little hood healer at the end of the year yes i'm excited I want the baby here already and we're gonna have we're gonna have her on one of our future episodes. That's right. Um, sh- shout out to Frank who put everything together for us. Shout out to Susie for being the clapping person in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, shout out to my dogs for making so much damn noise <laughs> in the dogs, background. Your cats who kept passing by. <laughs> our animals uh, were really on one today. Like these animals don't want to have anything to do with me and as soon as i sit out here here they are wrestling so anyhow we will see you all next time thank you so much ciao